We're on page Kufayin Aleph, four lines from the top. And we've just been speaking about why on Shvish Pesach, eating matzah on that day, is it a shus? Because the revelation which we require on Shvish Pesach in order to bring about the Kriyas Yamsuf is the revelation of Atik. And Atik is a level of godliness which is totally ne'etak, totally removed from the limited framework of creation. And therefore, in order to reach that, it's not something which our limited divine service of human mortal divine service can reach. And therefore, it's only Yerushos. The Mitzvah Matzah is not something which you have to do, which would only reach a level within creation. It's something which is just permissible. To Yerushos, you can if you want. It's not obligatory. And therefore, that's why that Mitzvah is only um, Yerushos in that day, because you're reaching a level which is also Yerushos. which is also something which doesn't have to be drawn down, which is above our uh, ability to reach. And in truth, Kambalil... Even in the first day of Pesach, there's also two levels of matzah. Not just on Shvishal Pesach does there exist this idea of the Rishus matzah, which draws down from Atik, which totally transcends creation. Even on the first night of Pesach, there's two levels of matzah. There's the matzah, which is before Chatzos, which the Jewish people were commanded to eat. Um, and it says in the Torah about this matzah, it's a, it's a matzah. Says and you shall guard the matzah. So you shall make sure, basically, that they um, become ma- that they're all ma- matzah and they don't become chametz. That is the, mit- the the mitzvah of eating matzah before chatzos and the time of Yitzhak, the time of the Exodus from Egypt. The Jewish people were commanded to eat for the mitzvah of uh, eating matzah of, of Pesach. So that is the matzah before chatzos, and that needed to be guarded, make sure that it didn't become chametz. shimur. It needed to be guarded, to not become chametz. This is the matzah, the first level of matzah, which is a level of godliness which you are able to draw down through your aveda, through your divine service. And it needed to be shomer, needed to be guarded because it's a level also which has a shaykhis, a relationship, a connection somewhat to the opposite, to the evil side, to the sitra Um Because it's a level within creation, limited, a limited level, a contracted, diminished divine level of godliness. Therefore, it's something which you have to eat. It's a choiva obligation. And therefore, it's also a level which is shaykh, which is possible. It has some type of vichiza with the klipa. And the klipa has an ability to be yoinik from it, to suckle the chayas from that. Um, but then there's the second matzah, which is after um, midnight, after chatzos, which is not the mitzvah that they had to eat for that first Pesach, um, which Hashem commanded them to eat. This is the matzah, which is after chatzos, which they... Um, which they baked and were bringing out of Egypt. They were going to, they were going to bake it into actual bread, but didn't have time. And that is the matzah, which is after chatzayis, they did not have enough time to become chametz. And that is the level of godliness. That level of matzah, which is after chatzayis, which is something which did not require shimur, guarding it, to become, it should become chametz. It's because it's relating to a level of godliness of atik, which totally transcends creation, which that level, unlimited level, does not allow for the chametz, does not allow for basically chametz, which is the idea of hisnasas, of hagba, basically of being full of yourself, haughtiness, of klipa, of yeshes, doesn't allow for yeshes. It's too overwhelming of a revelation of godliness to allow for that. So therefore, automatically does not become chametz. And that's the matzah, it's after chatzos, which is not an obligation, which, is not, which was not a mitzvah back then. It was something which is just they made to take out of Egypt, because that level, that matzah relates to the level of God that is totally transcends creation, which is not obligatory. Um, and it's drawn down, and arouses from above, just in and of itself, without any work from below. And these two levels of matzah relate to two levels of our fear of awe of Hashem. 
the lower level fear, Yira Tata and Yira Ilah, and the higher level fear. Yira Ilah, he Shabal Milmaila, and it's known that the idea of the fear, the supernal, the higher level fear, is something which just comes from above. It's not something which you can generate, which you can cause through your contemplation of Hashem's awesomeness and His greatness and how He permeates all of creation and He how He is totally above everything. And you're standing right before Hashem's essence, save of Kolomim, which is basically um, within all of creation, but not felt. That is level of fear which you can generate through your contemplation. But Yudai Law, higher level of fear is something which is a law. It's come, it comes from above. It's not something which you can um, generate, which you can cause, which you can bring about. And so that is the Yudai Law, which comes from above. That is relating to the second matzah, which is the generated by the revelation of godliness of Atik, which transcends creation, which brings about this higher level of fear, which a feeling of just totally, um, total shame before the presence of Hashem. Um, and from this matzah, which is after chatzos, the one which is not an obligation, that matzah in the first day of Pesach, which is after chatzos, which is relating to the higher level of godliness, which is transcends creation, that also helped to affect that it draws down that revelation even into the six days of Pesach that are after that first day of Pesach. This is the deeper, deeper explanation of the verse. It says the matzos. Ye ochel shall be eaten on the seven days, which, which can also be interpreted to mean that the matzahs should basically the seven days of Pesach, meaning the days following the first day of Pesach should be eaten, should basically should eat, should digest this revelation which is brought about by the matzah after chatzos, the revelation of Atik, the revelation of Hashem, essence which truly transcends creation, and all the six days after the first day are permeated, are digesting now that revelation. Relating to the matzah, which is after chatzos, which brings about that high revelation, and that's why the six days, besides the first day, are just are are something which is not an obligation. Because the matzah, the level, the because these six days are being affected by that revelation of atik, the revelation which transcends creation, which is not something which you can draw, draw down. Therefore, it's rishus. They're being affected also by those by that revelation, and therefore, just like that revelation is something which you cannot reach with your divine service. So, so too, the matzah on those six days are not something which is an obligation. Um, it's a, a revelation and arousal from above, in and of itself, without any work from below. We explained before that the idea of reshus, which is not something which is a, it's a permissive permission, not obligation, it doesn't mean that there is no divine service involved in this at all. It's not something which just automatically comes down without you doing any work. It's on the contrary. It actually requires a higher divine service in order to allow for the revelation of that like we said before about the negative commandments or about the bittel, uh, putting yourself on the side to allow for the revelation of that level which transcends creation. Um, and that's why there does have to be a, an idea of eating matzah on the six days of Pesach, the rest of the six days, not just the first day. Meaning, and you you cannot eat anything else. You cannot eat chametz. You have to only eat matzah, even though it's a a uh, you don't have to eat it, but you can't eat anything else. So therefore, there has to be a chilas matzah on the six days following the first day of Pesach. And there is, in this eating of matzah on the six days, somewhat of a mitzvah, somewhat of a commandment. Like the idea of mentioning tal, we said before, mentioning the dew that falls, 
like the sages say, since it's something which falls every day and it's automatic, not something which we are generated through our divine service with like Geshem is like rain. But even Balahaskir, if you want to mention it the whole year, you can if you want, but you don't have to because it's something which you cannot generate anyway. You cannot cause through your divine service. You cannot pray for it and reach it. It's something which is just automatically drawn down, a level which we cannot ob- oblige a person to reach because it's not reachable in their limited divine service. So just like this idea of Tal, you can mention it if you want to mention it. And there is some, somewhat of a mitzvah, mitzvah mentioning it. And through mentioning it, you draw down the Tal, the tra, not you draw down, it is drawn down um, within a rouse from above, mitzvah atzma, by in and of itself, not with your divine service from below. Not dependent on your divine service. And similar concept applies to the eating matzah in the six days, six remaining days of Pesach, that even though it's not a mitzvah, you can't eat anything else. You cannot eat chametz. And if in eating matzah in those days is somewhat of a mitzvah. And that is the idea that it's not something which you, um, it's not something which is drawn down without avodah. There is an avodah here, and it's in a higher level of avodah. And that's why you have to only eat matzah on the rest of the six days of Pesach. And there is somewhat of a mitzvah in it, like just like the mentioning of Tal. If you want to mention it, you can't mention it. A similar concept applies to the evening service, which we said is also the shus, and not chayva, until the Jewish people accepted upon themselves later as a chayva. The Kosovo thesis regarding Tilas Arvis, Brachis, Tav Chavav, and Aleph, Masechus Brachis, page 26, side 1, the Maschal the commentary starting with the word Tal, they made a mistake, the Gamla on the Omar, Tesis writes, even according to the opinion, it says, Shehid Rishus, which the evening prayer is only Rishus, permissible, not obligatory, Ein Levata Bechti, you still should not pass up on davening the Tilas Arvis for no reason. You should only allow it to pass up on davening ma'ariv in order to fulfill a mitzvah, another mitzvah, which is an obligation, which is going to pass, which you're not going to be able to do later. And therefore, you have to push off ma'ariv, which is just a resource, in order to fulfill this mitzvah, which is an obligation. And another thing which you see is that even if you made a mistake and you, by accident, did not dive in the evening prayer. You have to make up for Maidiv and dive in Shachis twice, even according to the opinion, it says that it's a Rishus. So we see that there is type, some type of obligatory nature to the uh, Maidiv prayer. You can't just push it off for no reason, and you have to make up for it. And so too, we can apply this to the six days of Pesach after the first day, um, that they're eating matzah is only a Rishus. You don't have to eat it. But you can't eat anything else, so we so we're going to say here the same time the same thing like might if you have to make up for it. There is some type of you can't just push it off for no reason. You can't just not eat matzah. So you have to eat matzah on these days. You can't just eat fruit or anything else and not eat matzah on these days. There is some type of obligation and mitzvah in a somewhat to eat matzah. You can't just eat, just eat other types of things without eating matzah. But it's, you don't have to eat it. It's not an obligation from Hashem, from the Torah, that you have to eat matzah to fulfill a mitzvah. Because the level of godliness which you are drawing down through this eating a matzah is something which you cannot oblige somebody to do it. Because the Yamshach is also a level which is not mukhrach, it's not um, forced to be drawn down. Like we said earlier, it's a level of godliness which is totally transcends our limited service and also is transcending the level of revelation. And therefore, it's not obligated to go down and to reveal itself. So, and even on the seventh day, which we learned clearly that it's only a shush to eat matzah on that day, there still has to be uh, eating matzah on the seventh day. 
Shazerushus, but on the seventh day, it's a lot more obvious that it is just a Rishus. Um, it's in the gather, the definition of a Rishus on the seventh day. Because on the seventh day of Pesach, like we said, because of the, in order to bring about the miracle of the splitting of the sea, which is basically bringing the, together two realms, two opposites of the Helm of Amdiskasi, Amdiskalia, and bring them together. To bring two, two opposites together, you need the level of revelation of godliness, which transcends creation, Atik. So being that on Shri Shalpeshach you need that revelation of Atik, Mamish, that's why it's a lot more obvious that on Shri Shalpeshach eating matzah is just a Rishus. Because to reach that level and to draw down, to allow that level to be drawn down, it's so above creation, it's for sure Rishus. But this is different than the matzah, which is, which is after Chatzos, which is also the level of matzah, which is also a type of Rishus. The main level of godliness, which is this matzah, after Chatzos relates to, is Meichen Abba. Is basically the um, basically chachma, which is called mechanda abba, the the, the father's um, intellect, as explained in other places. Why chachma is called the father and bina is called the mother. Uh, bina is when you digest the concept, like it's like the mother brings the seminal point, the seed of the father, and, and develops it into become the actual embryo and the actual baby, which is bina is de- developing that initial flash of the concept into fully digested understanding with all underst- and all explanations, etc. So the main idea that the Matzah after Chatzais relates to is and only that the mitzvah of eating Matzah, which is before Chatzais and that first Pesach, the, mitzvah, the Matzah before Chatzais relates to the level of God which is Malchus of Chachma of Vatzilis, which is the lowest level of Chachma, basically, the action of Chachma, so to say. Umatza Sha'achar Chatzois, the note says on the bottom, and the matzah which after Chatzois begins Atmis Abba, Mashlamalamishtalsos, relates to the essence of Chachma, which that, the essence of Chachma is so deeply related to the godliness which transcends creation, therefore, even the essence of Chachma is something which is Lamalamishtalsos, above the chain of creation. So we see that the matzah, the second level matzah after Chatzois, is not relating directly to Atik, which is literally, for sure, a level which transcends all of creation. Na'atak, it's totally disconnected from creation. Matzah, after Chatzois, it mainly relates to Chachma of Atzilis. But the Matzah before Chatzois, which is the obligation, relates to Chachma, the lowest level of Chachma of Atzilis, the Malchus of Chachma of Atzilis. Whereas the Matzah after Chatzois relates to the essence of Chachma, which that essence of Chachma, Chachma, Ayin Timotzei, Chachma stems from Ayin, meaning it stems from the level of God and which transcends creation. And since we're talking about the essence of Chachma, that's the level which is so deeply connected to that essence which transcends creation. But still, it's only Chachma Vatilis. It's still a defined level of Chachma Vatilis. Even though we're talking about the essence of that Chachma, which relates directly to the Ayin. So therefore, it's not the same as on Shri Shal Pesach. Shri Shal Pesach is Man Kiris Yamsuf, seventh day of Pesach, which is the time of the splitting of the sea, which there was revelation of Atik, which is a level of Kesar, which transcends all the creation. It's obvious that eating Matzah relating to that revelation of godliness is for sure Rishus, is not an obligation. Because we're talking about for sure a level which totally transcends creation. And therefore, on that day of Shri Pesach is when the Torah revealed that matzah, eating matzah is only Rishus for the rest of the days of Pesach, because that's the obvious day, when it's obvious the level of revelation of godliness which was required was for sure Rishus. Therefore, the Torah says, on that day it's, it's Rishus. And from it, we can also learn, on the six days of Pesach, um, all six days of Pesach, that Shehen Gamkim Rishus, they're also Rishus. But it's not as obvious because we're relating to a level which is still within creation, Chachma of Ratzilis. But the essence of that Chachma, which is 
relating to a love of godliness which transcends creation, therefore it is still Rishus. But there still has to be eating matzah on the six days of Pesach. Like we said earlier, you can't just eat fruits or anything else. Um, you can't just mevatel mitre for no reason. That's why the verse says, on six days you shall eat matzahs. Even though it's just a shush, you still have to eat it. It's just that the gather of the revelation of godliness which you're relating to on these days is so high, you cannot call it chayva. But it's still, you still have to eat matzah on those days. You can't just fulfill your obligation by eating fruits the whole Pesach. And so too on the seventh day of Pesach, you have to still eat matzah, even though it's for sure, obviously, Rishus on that day. As it writes many times in the Torah that on the seventh day, there has to be eating a matzah. But it's for sure Rishus because of godliness, which you're bringing down through eating that matzah, is for sure something which transcends creation. Meaning to say, in a general sense, that relating to a level of godliness, which you're drawing down, which is being drawn down, is a arousal from above, which is metal atma in and of itself, without any relating to the limited creations. Therefore, we call these rishus, even though you still have to eat matzah on those days. But just the, that's the definition, because you have to still eat matzah on those days. But you cannot call it chayva, because relating to the level of which godliness which you draw down through eating matzah on those days is not something which you can relate to in your limited mortal divine service. On the seventh day of Pesach, it's obvious that it is for sure because relating to the revelation of Atik, which totally transcends, is disconnected from creation. And therefore, it came out of the general uh, rule of eating matzah on the, on the seven days of Pesach, because it is the obvious one, which is definitely not a chayva, not relating to a level of godliness which in within the framework of creation. And from it we learn, on the six days of Pesach, just like the seventh day Pesach Rishus, because it's relating to a level which totally transcends creation, so too the six days are also Rishus, even though it's not as obvious because they're relating to Chachma of Atzilis, but we're still relating, since we're relating to the Abata after Chatzos, relates to the Atmis of Chachma, which is directly connected to the Ayin, which transcends creation, therefore it's also Rishus. The next paragraph, Obira Inyin, Meshubach Godil. So now let's explain the idea of Meshubach Hashem is praiseworthy and wondrous and beautiful forever, Adiad, forever, Shmaya Godil, his great name. So, his great name is praised and beautiful forever. So, we're going back, we're explaining this now. Um, we mentioned this earlier. On page Kuf Samech Ches, on the top he said, We said that we were talking about the many aliyas in Gan Eden that the Neshama experiences, he said that even though that in the Sfarim it only mentions but in truth there are many levels of Gan Eden and many levels of Tanugim that the Neshama experiences. Unlimited levels. And like we say, His great name is praised and beautified forever. And Adiyad means Nitchis. That's relating to the, the constant Unending, unending, unlimited, um, unlimited energy of the essence of Hashem, and therefore the 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 Shmaya Godel, which is this unlimited revelation of godliness, and there's unlimited aliyas, a sense that the soul soul experiences in its pleasure in Gan Eden. Tzadikim ein lemanucha, we don't have any um, rest, and not in this world, not in the next world. 
And that is the pleasure of Hashem, which is from the revelation of Shmaya Godel, which is Bikinis Atmisuri and Safe Simpson, the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem from before the Simpson, that it's worth it to go through all the pains of Gehenim in order to bask in the revelation of that pleasure of Hashem, which just comes from Shmaya Godel, his great name. Um, so therefore we are going back now to explain this idea, which is basically relating to this unlimited pleasure of Hashem in Gan Eden. Um, explaining it even more now after we've gone through the idea of Chayva and Rishus. So explain the idea of Meshubach and His great name is praised and glorified forever and ever. The Adiyad, who when we say Adiyad, it implies something which is forever. Unending. Kanal, like we said before. So to explain this, let's first preface to Kamesh's Barley Il. Like he explained before, base Pirushim B'neim Avaya. Two explanations of what it means, Noyam Avaya, the pleasantness of Hashem. Ha'alif, Noyam Animshech Meshem Avaya. There's one, the pleasantness, the tining which is drawn down from Shem Avaya. That's a lower level uh, explanation. A pleasure, a tining which is drawn down from Shem Avaya. Ha'abayiz, P'chinas Noyam Shlamaylam Shem Avaya. Noyam Avaya can also mean, like according to the Zoyar, the pleasantness of Hashem, the tining of Hashem, which is above Shem Avaya, just a higher level. Now let's relate this also to what we're saying here. Shmei Hagodol has great name. There's also Yeshkam came based Pirushim. The two explanations: Aleph Sheshem Avaya Nikra Shmei Hagodol. One is that the actual Shem Avaya is called the name, which is Yud Kevavke, is called his great name. Like the verse says that in Tehillim, Godol Avaya, that Avaya is great and is very much praised. So we say that Harei the Shem Avaya Nikra Godol. This this verse is saying explicitly that Avaya is called Godol, Godol Avaya, Muhul So the Inyan. So that's one explanation of Shemavaya. The Shem, the Shemavaya itself is called Shemaya Gadol. And there's even another explanation that's even higher level. Um, so let's explain this. It's known that amongst all the names that Hashem has, and specifically there's the seven names which we can't erase, like Adnai, Shakai, Elikim, Kale, Elika, all these different names, they're Shemavaya, Yitke Vavke is called Shema Etzim. The essential name. All the other names of Hashem are not called Shem Etzim, the essential name. Like the note uh, says in the bottom. Even though these are names which cannot be erased because they're so holy, they relate to obviously Hashem and different levels how Hashem reveals Himself. But still, all the other names were on Kufa and Beis now. All the other names are not called the essential name. Only Shem Havaya is called the essential name. What does it mean when we say that Havaya is Shem Ha'atzim? An essential name. The Pardis from the Ramak, Ramoshi Kardavera, writes, In the gateway, Yudtes, doesn't mean that this is a name which relates to Hashem, the essence of the emanator, meaning Hashem's very essence. Our intention when we say the essential name is it's the essence of the spheres. It's a name which includes the essence of all the spheres. That's what Havaya means. The shame of the etzim of the spheres. And relating to the godly energies which enclose Within the vessels, the limited vessels of the of the kalim of the of the spheres, the channels of the spheres. This is relating to the essence of the spheres, the the oyer, the light of Hashem, the energy of Hashem, which encloses within the vessels. That is shema etzim. That is the essence of the spheres. The essence of the spheres is not the vessel which defines them, but rather the godly energy which enlivens them. Um, 
Dalid Uperik Vov Obekama Duchti Shom Yitzdak Shemavaya. That is where we can say Shemavaya, Shema Etzim, relating to the essence of the Sphiris, meaning relating to the Uyr, the godly energy which encloses within the Sphiris. Stop there, five, six lines on the top of Kuf Ayin Beis.